Welcome back to the Discipline the Gens podcast. I'm your host, Matty Betts. I'm here with the biggest gen I know, Gino Bet Openly. And we are back after another, probably the crazy, we say this every week, but this I actually believe was the craziest this week the craziest. of football all season. We had the freaking Vikings game. I've never seen anything like it. No one what Were they 20 plus 20 to 1, 30 to 1? What were they live? They had to have been something crazy live. I, I've seen somewhere that it was 90 to 1 live. I, I I, I believe I, that. Those crazy gaps. Oh, I think it was on points bet or something. I saw a tweet about it. But I mean, thinking it logically, like I wouldn't even put a hundred bucks on a 90 to one there. Yeah. You're down 33 nothing with a half of football left. I've never seen anything like that comeback. It was the biggest comeback in NFL history. <laughs> so unbelievable week of football. I first and foremost got to talk about my boy Jalen Hurts. Devastated right now. A, he's on two of my fantasy football teams that are in the playoffs. And like these are real fantasy football, like like five hundred dollar leagues. Like these aren't fucking bullshit leagues. And Jalen Hurts not only is out killing my fantasy football team, but my MVP ticket went from Jalen Hurts was minus one fifty ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Oh. He's now plus three hundred or plus four hundred. Patrick Mahomes is now minus three hundred. I can't believe that. I think it's actually an overreaction because he could miss one game, maybe it's two. But if he misses one game, and let's say the Eagles get routed in Dallas. That proves he's even more valuable than what everyone's saying. So it's something to think about. What are your th- what are your thoughts on on him right now? <laughs> yeah, one, I I can't believe they mix up the MVP with the triple crown. Like in baseball, it's triple crown's about results. Yeah, the MVPs literally has the acronym has a definition. Yeah, I I don't know if there's another person in the league that would be worth five points coming out. Probably Mahomes ish, uh, but not five. Yeah, I was gonna say that because it's just so funny and ironic that everyone's like, "Oh, Jalen's a system quarterback." There's all that thing going around social media. And then they go from a one and a half point dog to I've seen them as high as six points. That's a four and a half point swing. I, like you said, there's not a lot of quarterbacks and it doesn't make sense to me because the Eagles are still loaded with or without him. And even last year, it's hard to prepare for Gardner Minshew on one week. Like the dude can sling the I rock. Like He's got AJ Brown now. Like he came in last year, last year when, when Gardner Minshew came in and Jalen was, was out, Miles Sanders went off for 120 yards. Minshew came in and slammed Sanders the rock. Sanders on my team. Bro, and everybody was like, oh, Gardner Minshew's the real deal. Like, he should start over Jalen. And I knew that was going to be the reaction. But this time around, I'm like, wait a second. The Eagles still have a great offensive line. They still can run the ball. They still have great receivers. Gardner Minshew is probably a top five backup in the entire NFL. Absolutely. I don't know. I like this point. So we'll, we'll get into it's this It's a later. perfect bridge <laughs> to are my Niners now the NFC favorites? Yeah. I, uh, well, so I want to ask you that genuinely. Yeah. Yes or no? Are the Niners now favored to win the West? In your excuse me, the AFC. In your opinion, or I NFC. God, I, I can't talk at, today. I, I still think they're number two. I don't look at the Eagles any differently. Like I, I look at it as like Jalen was throwing the ball fine in that third and fourth quarter after he got. No, injured. I agree. And it's not. It doesn't seem to be a serious injury. Like now, something came out saying like, oh, he might even play. But the the line the odd is not the odds are not was, shifted, so I don't think that's going to happen. But if I'm the Eagles, like why are you playing him? There's no reason. No, to there's rush no him reason to. And this I, week, and I would actually, that was kind of a setup question. Yeah. The only way I would move my Niners to favorites 
is if you guys lose out and we win out and we stole the one seat. That'd be crazy. That's the only way I would do it. But I, I honestly, I yeah. think you guys can get a win without Jalen, even though Jalen's valuable. Yeah, I mean, this is like the only game we've been dogs all season. You know, maybe we lose at Dallas, but and I have to look at the schedule here. But it's just one. game I don't know to me. about that. Let's let's we'll get into we'll, that we'll in a little while. Little, I, I think I, I think people are going to overreact. I think the Eagles are a live dog, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Who will be the, in your opinion, who will be the final two wild card wild card spots in the AFC and NFC? So I was looking at this a lot. I'm a, I'm a sicko. I like my power rankings. I gave those mm-hmm. out Monday night. We'll go over those a little bit. Um, where is this? I'm gonna pull up these stand-ins real. Yeah, quick. yeah I'm just trying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so we'll just do AFC first because it's because yeah. it's right there. So you basically have. Miami and the Chargers are eight and six. Mm-hmm. So you have New England and the Jets are seven and seven. You have Jacksonville. And the Titans. Titans are seven and seven too. But yeah, sorry, they're they're gonna win that division. The Colts are true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, that's where it's not you're not wrong at all. Yeah. Um in, in my opinion, this is crazy, but I do not think people are gonna hate this. I don't think Jacksonville, Vegas, and Cleveland and Pitt are gonna have enough to make the playoffs at six and eight. I don't think Jets, New England, Miami, and Chargers drop enough. They're 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 close enough to care. Yeah. But I just would say Jets and New England, could one of them knock on the door? I'm gonna actually say no. Yeah. I think Miami and, and the Chargers hold it. I'd make the argument that that Jags Jets game is super important. I mean, hear me out on the Jags. Trevor Lawrence has looked unbelievably good. And here's their next three games at New York, at Houston, at home against the Titans. They could go three and oh. If they go three and oh, they're what? Not is it nine and eight? They would be nine and eight. Is that enough? Is the question. Yeah. So all all Miami and Chargers would have to do is win two of their next three, or if they potentially have a tiebreaker. So yeah. They yeah, have I, to go three and zero against, and they would have to hope for two losses. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the Jags are still a year away, but they're going to be deadly in the next couple of and, years. And New England and the Jets are in between, so yeah. I actually think Miami and Chargers hold it, but I do think the Jets and Patriots still have a fighting chance. They only get one back. Anything can happen with tiebreakers, and and uh, you know, go two and one, and someone else goes one and two. Yeah, I do think Jags Vegas. Cleveland and Pitt are out of it. And then jumping straight over, I actually think the opposite for the NFC. So I've said, we've said all year, the parody in the NFL is great, but the parody in the NFC. Yeah. So I actually do think Seattle and Detroit have a fighting chance. They're both technically a half game behind Washington. Yeah. And Washington, they had, you know, they had a chance to put, the Giants in the position they're now in. I can't believe these Giants are eight and five. So Seattle and Detroit, <laughs> I believe Seattle and Detroit are going to knock on this door. Um, I've been pretty impressed with Detroit. And I'll tell you what, I would love to see Detroit in the playoffs. I just think it'd be entertaining as hell. Has anyone ever made the playoffs starting one and four? I would bet not. Probably. Uh, I don't know. Probably not, dude. Probably not. I'm. Uh, it's been. Um, there probably has been some wild card sneaking. Dude, that's wild. Come yeah. on, one and six. I don't know. I don't know. I have to go back and look. No way. Yeah, that is true. Uh, one and six is ridiculous. So yeah, I. It, anyway, you slice it. I, I honestly don't have an opinion on this. I would say Seattle or Detroit mm-hmm. actually. Deals it from Washington. I think that was a demoralizing loss. To the I Giants. agree. I, I I can't believe in the I, I can't believe in the commies at this point. 
You Dude. have to take care of business. You had two chances against the Giants. Two. And you, you tie one and then you lose at home. And I don't believe in them anymore. And I, I There's no reason even, to who, believe in them. Who do they play this week again? They're going in my Niners, dog. Oh, they're God. The they're going to get smoked. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that, that's, where I, that's where I fall. So any, sure. uh, any Detroit fans, Seattle fans, it's rare for me, a Niner fan, to give Seattle some love. Yeah. I actually think Detroit or Seattle sneaking in. I can see it. All right. With that said, who are your top five Super Bowl teams? And give me also maybe like a team that could sneak in there. So, dude, people argue with my power rankings all day and they're always right. I literally joke and I say my 100% right power rankings. You got to understand <laughs> my power rankings are a blend of both every system that everyone uses majorly. Plus, I also look at the lines and odds from Vegas. Plus, I also look at the DVOA for offense yeah. and defense. I blend like seven systems together. Mm -hmm. There is one outlier, but technically there's no one out there that should be arguing that it's Philly Niners, Chiefs, Cincy, Buffalo. So you have the Cowboys out? I have the Cowboys out after after, after what I just saw. Yeah. Now that's the you just spoon fed. The, yeah, yeah. the Cowboys are one team mm -hmm. that they have what it takes to win the Super Bowl. So yeah. if someone asked me outside of my top power power rankings, I would say the Cowboys and I would still say the Dolphins. Mm. I really would. Their defense has not looked great, but you they looked decent against Buffalo. They looked like shit against my Niners. You're not buying on the Chargers or Ravens? Ravens I'm selling hard. Yeah. Herbert's Herbert, right? He's, dude, yeah. he's scary. Of and course, the anyone could healthy win. And their defense can just hold teams to like 20 points. Like, they have a shot. Yeah, I just haven't seen it in their defense. But again, yeah. this is the NFL. Anyone can win. But if you – I would be housing futures on anyone except those five I named. Yeah. And I, the, the Dallas has a chance, but I would still house futures on Dallas. You yeah. hear that, people? Come come to bed openly. I will house every future outside <laughs> Ooh, of those five. I love that. I'll, I'll do the same thing, uh, 100%. I, I think I would even – They're just too inconsistent, and I just don't believe in that when push comes to shove – it's like what Stephen A. Smith always says, the Cowboys will find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> and I'm going to go even bolder. I'll actually house all Buffalo futures too. I'm just not buying them. Yeah. They're not impressive At to me. At the end of the day, I agree because you have Chiefs and Bengals. Like if I had to pick two out of those three teams, I'm picking the Chiefs and Bengals. Out of yeah, I really, I really would. Just from what I've seen um, and dude, I just think, yeah, the Bills, I mean, Josh Allen can only do so much. The Bengals burned me last week. I had Tampa yeah. Bay as my pick of the week. And yeah. 100%. All right, I got to bring up one thing I saw. Yeah. And this is crazy to me. And I'm not sure. I need to check the numbers over the past however many years. But I don't know if I'm seeing this right. But there is a total this week. The Saints versus the Browns. I'm seeing this over under as low as 31 and a half. I was, I was going to say I saw it go even lower to 31. But I think it popped back up. I saw 32. Then I saw 31 and yeah. a half. But either way. Do you have the balls to take the under a 31 and a half in an NFL game? I want to hear your thoughts. Because that is a fucking low number. I mean, 17 to 14, you're sweating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think of how low that is. And honestly, I like the Saints defense. Um, so yeah. I I actually, we're jumping into picks now, but yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm going under in this game. Oof. The question is, for anyone, do you put that in now or do you sit and get that 33 <laughs> hook? Yeah. And it's not even that great of a hook, but it's disgusting. But 2013, 17, 16, 
Uh, I'm betting this under. The question is, do I bet it now or do I wait a little while? Yeah. I mean, I can't see it getting much worse. I think there's upside in waiting, truthfully. I mean, what is this number going to hit? 30 and a half? <laughs> right? It's like, not going to go too low. Yeah. I just can't see it getting worse. So we shall see. So, all right. Let's get into some bets here. First of all, as always, go to betopenly.com if you're listening to this. Guys, if you seriously listen to this podcast every single week and you don't have a BetOpenly account, you need to go make one right now. Best lines and odds, especially for primetime games where action is filling eight or nine times out of ten. Let's get into it right off the bat. Anything or uh, And take our money. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the savings. I appreciate the hype. I made bet openly for people like Maddie and I to save money. Yeah. But we put our we put our money next to our mouths. Anything we're saying that you disagree with, <laughs> show up, make the bet, tweet at us, comment on a TikTok, and we'll take your money. Or vice versa, you'll take ours. Dude, we had a lot of people this past week. We had a, a guy that went head to head with me in MMA. I he like took that. Sean Strickland, and I'm like, I'm starting to like really believe in in betters, like because there's so many people we all know this. There's so many people that will talk shit and troll. But we're actually seeing people that back it up. And look, I will never unit shame anyone. Someone comes to me and wants to put $50 on a fight, done. Like I I respect that somebody will put will back it up. Like I went a hundred bucks with some guy this past week on uh Jared Cannonier versus Sean Strickland in the main event. And it was a super close fight. Could have went other any it could have went either way. I ended up getting the dub with with Jared Cannonier. He wanted a very, a very close decision. And then you and I, as much as we're partners and friends, we even bet head to head. You went two and zero against me. Tough, I lost bro. both bets. You're getting tough. So, but I'm coming back for for vengeance. And going I, even beneath yeah, that. Yeah. I, I I'm not going to tell you all what my unit size is because it fluctuates. It, it's a large unit size, but but hear me out. Dude was chirping me all day in the most respectful way possible, and said, "Hey man," he DM'd me. I'm embarrassed to bet you publicly. I have a twenty dollar unit. I said, "Dog, I had a twenty dollar unit when I was five years older than you." I was like, "Let's yeah. bet it," and we bet it. He took me. I get a little bold. He took me for three points and it won by that hook. So <laughs> point being, the only limit is $10 and I'm sorry. Yeah. The data to process the $10 bet, we make 10 cents on it. We have to keep it there. So I apologize to anyone. Yeah. So technically speaking, the smallest you can go is $10 and that's not to show anyone up. It's just the reality. Yeah. No, it makes sense. All right. Well, before we get into prime time real quick, I want to do a quick segment on buy low and sell highs. So here are the teams that did not co- that did not cover this past week against teams that did cover. So up first we have the Jets. The Jets lost by three points to the Lions last week. I know the Jags are playing well. Um, however, the Jets are a buy low spot this week. Next we have the Baltimore Ravens. They're coming off of a game they scored three points last week against the Browns, losing thirteen to three. The Falcons, on the other hand, covered against the Saints. Up next, we have the Carolina Panthers. They lost by eight to the Steelers. Up after that, we have the Bills. Bills are due for a big game. It might it might sound like Chicago has only won three games all year. Then we have the Saints. They barely beat the Falcons, and the Browns upset the Ravens, holding them to three points. There's a lot of buy low spots here. The Patriots, the most I've seen. Yeah, the Patriots lost via a pick six. <laughs> oh my god! Against the Raiders. Probably the craziest point. We didn't even talk about that. Is that a pick or a fumble? What does it count as? Was it a? He threw it. So yeah, he threw it it backward. Yeah, I think it's a fumble. Not that it matters. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, whatever it was. It's all good. Six points in other direction. Uh, To this day, especially from a Bill Belichick team, I couldn't believe that. Um, And the Bengals had the huge comeback win against the Bucks. So that's another buy low spot. 
Then we have the Commanders lost to the Giants for the second time this year. Well, not the second time. They tied once. And the 49ers <laughs> beat the Seahawks on the road, so that's another buy low spot. And then finally, the Ravers, the Raiders gave up a lead and barely beat the Patriots, and the Steelers are 3-1 and one in their last four games. And, and so, what, I'll, what I'll say, Maddie just gave you guys a system that if you blindly bet this all year with zero emotion, you'll end out on top. Yeah. What I will say, just going a hair deeper, is you do want to eliminate some of those. Y'all are going to laugh because I'm a biased Niner fan. Yeah. The Niners are essentially on a long rest. And mm. the commies, what do they play? They played Monday, Sunday night. Um, yeah, Giants. Yeah, they were Sunday night. Yeah. I, I would, again, just hear me out. I'm not just saying it because I'm a Niner fan. But always look a layer deeper. I would avoid the commies plus seven and a half in this game. Not because they can't cover it. Just because the Niners have three extra days rest and the commies also played Sunday night football. Yeah. And they're going across the country. And I think this commies. But it's systems. Done. So yeah. I'm contradicting myself. I'm just trying to get you all to understand. You can unemotionally bet systems and you will do well. Yeah. You also can eliminate some from the systems and hopefully you eliminate more losses. Yeah. And wins. you can use these as a starting point, then further handicap these games and be like, okay, I like X, Y, and Z out of all these systems yep. and then use those to play them. Like last week, I, I took a system pick. I looked further into the game and I made it a two-unit play. It was my favorite pick of the week, which was the under in that Saints-Falcons game. It was a sweat in the fourth quarter, but it cashed. And and just adding another layer. Um, so you have the Saints, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't cover against the Falcons. Yeah. Where are they going this week? The Browns. The Browns. Uh, Browns. Um, yeah, they are. Yep. They at are. Cleveland. And the Browns are coming off of holding the Ravens to three points and, and covering. And so that's one I would actually add more value to, yeah. as crazy as it sounds, yep. just because you're taking the points in a game that has an insane low total. Mm -hmm. Even so, though it's two and a half, it's still a 31 and a half point. Two and a half are gold. We all know two I know, and a half are gold. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, that's a weird and then, game. And then if I had to say one more thing, you're getting the Jets here low against a super hot Lions team. I'm going to say two things that contradict themselves. So please listen. One, I don't go against hot teams. The Lions are hot. The Niners are hot. That's why I would eliminate those. But you could also say that the Jets were one-fourth and inches away from winning that game. So you're getting them with public reception low on them when they were an inch away from winning. Yeah. So again, just ways to look at games. Do whatever you want with all these systems. Agree. To recap here, the buy-low spots of the week, Jets, Ravens, Panthers, Bills, Saints, Patriots, commanders and raiders so take those teams and then look further into those games and decide out of all of those teams which games you want to play all right let's move on so let's take a look at primetime games up first we have the thursday night football game the jacksonville jaguars are i'm seeing it's a little bit back and forth here but currently a one point underdog at the new york jets with the over under sitting at 38 what are you leaning on here Oh man, this one's tough for me. Um, yeah. This one to me has to be a New York Jets bet. We have the buy low, sell high system. Mm -hmm. The public couldn't be higher on Jacksonville. And Jets Trevor Lawrence, everyone's everyone's like loving very Trevor high Lawrence on them. right now. He's like the best quarterback in the NFL since week nine, according which to the is, numbers. Which is crazy. Yeah. Don't, oh yeah, I was going to say, don't leave BCB out. Uh, but Jacksonville <laughs> does some things well. They run the ball well. Jets stop the run well. I think this is a good matchup for the Jets. I think it's going to be a, a dogfight. Mm -hmm. You just have a lot of reasons to be buying into the Jets. And also, 
the public's super low on Zach Wilson. So I, I think you're getting the Jets here minus one. And you're going to be like, that's not a lot when they should be minus like two and a half. And that to me is actually not a minus one bet. I'm looking at it right here. I see minus 110 plus 110. I would just go Jets money line minus 110. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I will say about this game is the public could probably couldn't be lower on Zach Wilson, but he really didn't play bad last game, truthfully. And you can kind of see that the kid's been humbled a little bit. And I just think that maybe he can improve off of what happened last week. And this is like the Jets season on the line at home. Pretty this much. is a seven and seven football team. You have to win this game against the Jags. And kind of like what we were just talking about, the Jags seem to be a year away still, where the Jets have a better overall roster. They're at home. Zach Wilson just can't lose you this game. He doesn't have to win you it, but he can't lose you it. I agree with you. I lean on the Jets here. I think they did burn me last week, but I look at it as a similar spot where like they just have to do enough here at home to squeak this, squeak this game out. And y'all, we get four primetime games. We have a Thursday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty nasty. Crazy. All right, up next, we got the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Pittsburgh. Over under sitting at 39 and a half. These Raiders are a three-point dog and on the money line are as high as plus 148 on betopenly.com. What are you leaning on here? Raiders. Raiders plus three Raiders money line mm. without even blinking. They've been in. They're one of those teams that's like, if they don't cover and don't win, I'm going to be pissed I took them. Yeah. But, dude, they've been in every game with a lead. It's like insane. Yeah. And this is just a simple one to me. Are the New England Patriots better than the Steelers? I think yes. Yeah. That's why I'm taking it. They were in the game, even though they came back and they had every chance to lose that game. Mm -hmm. We didn't even start off by whining. I'll, I'll be honest with you all, guys. We had our DD had our worst week yeah. in our existence in one year. Yep. Um, we had Colts money line. The craziest beats. Tampa Bay money line. <laughs> Patriots money line. I mean, Jets Colts, hold on, money Colts line. were up 33 nothing. Yeah. The Bucks were up, what, 13 nothing? I think it was 20 nothing at half. Maybe. I can't remember. But regardless, nonetheless, like some of these beats just. Are, are sick. Like you sick. feel like we had great value and then that's just not how it we got plays smoked. Out. Yeah. So my point with that little rant was these are teams that smoked us. These aren't, we're not biased toward these teams. Yeah. Um, but dude, the values there. And I, I just don't think the Raiders should be getting plus plus one forty eight. This is my simple EV. I think the Raiders go in there and they can win 42, 44, 45 out of 100 games. Yeah. The EV's there. Anyway, you slice it. And then what, is, what are your thoughts on that total, 39 and a half? Oh, that's an interesting one. I, I do think the Steelers are going to be able to move the ball on the Raiders. Mm -hmm. um, I would go under, though. I, I would go under that the Raiders are going to try and run the ball, use up more clock. And, excuse me, excuse me Pitt's going to do that. Yeah, I, I would go under. If I, if I had to just stab in the dark here, I like a nice little 23, 23, 14 mm -hmm. Raiders, 20, 17 Raiders, something like that. That's fair. That's a tough game. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> going to be cold there. The Raiders aren't going to be able to pass the ball, air it out. Yeah. Their running game strong. I believe they'll have Waller fully back. He, he came back last week, so I think he's getting better. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a grind back and forth. I just like the money line plus 148. That's fair. I'm going to read off the 
the next game? Yeah, yeah. The next game, hour, so we gave Thursday, we gave Saturday night, now we got Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay Bucks go into Arizona. Minus six and a half, even money. Minus 256, plus 256 on the money line. Yeah. So one thing I'll say is I don't believe the Bucks should be favored by almost a touchdown really anywhere in the NFL, but if there is a place they should be favored by it, it's probably at Arizona. Oh, this is a really tough game. Honestly, I just can't believe I'm doing this, but I would probably back the Bucks here. I think we got to, dude. I, I just because I just think Arizona's in full tank mode. I mean, they lost by nine to the Broncos. They lost at home to the Patriots by two touchdowns. You know, they lost to San Fran by twenty-eight. Like the only impressive game or somewhat impressive of game they've had in the past five six games is they lost to the Chargers by a point, and that was at home. And the Chargers have had tons of injuries, so like. And I would say that this is pathetic to even say, but the first half against Cincy. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. I what I will say, again, public bias Niner fan. Yeah. Crazy piece of data is apparently since the Chiefs, no one has covered after playing the Niners. Yeah. The week after, mm. I think we hit that hard. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, so, it's ugly, but I would probably go Tampa Bay in the over here. And the Bucks, honestly, dude, they get to come out of all these sh- shit games mm-hmm. and still be in the driver's seat yeah. for their division. Yeah. So it's like all you got to do is make the playoffs. They, yeah. Looking at this matchup, the Bucks should be able to shut down Arizona better than the Rams did. Yeah, no, I agree. I go Tampa Bay here minus the points. It's one of the only I don't, favorites. I, I like. don't like it at all, but it's definitely a strong lean. And then we got Monday Night Football. Let's this is – what do we even do with this team? So we got – depending on where I see it right now, yeah, I see it as the Chargers are minus three and a half mm-hmm. at Indy with an over-under of 46 and a half. What are you doing with the Chargers in Indy? So I have a theory on this – on the Colts based on what happened last week. So I believe that – because the Colts blew that huge lead at Matt Ryan, who's notorious for doing this, I think they're going to carry that negative momentum into this week. Whereas, like last week, I just feel like uh, – what was the team again? I'm blanking. Vikings? Uh, the Vikings, thank you. I feel like the Vikings are going to carry that positive momentum of, of that huge comeback into this week. And I feel like the Vikings might be a decent play at minus three and a half. But the Colts, on the other hand, like I just think that – I just think they're done. Like I literally think they're done. This team is two and four at home this year. God, how do you even come out and show your face on the football field after what you did last week? After losing a game, you were up thirty-three nothing. I just think this is a game that the Chargers could put both sides of the ball together and come out. I mean, the Chargers are still an eight and three team. They're four and three on the road. You know, they they haven't they've been eight and five against the spread this year. Like. You know, if it's to me, the Chargers is all about health. Like, if they're healthy, I think they, they can easily beat this Colts team by seven to 10 points on the road. So, I'm going to lean the Chargers here. Maybe it's a square play. I just feel like the Colts are going to carry that negative momentum into this week. And I got to go with the Chargers here. And one thing I don't think we say enough we say it all the time in DD, we say it all the time in our private uh, settings, but square plays win 45% of the time. So, yeah. when people say square play, I don't think people understand what that means. Someone actually asked me in a respectful way, like, hey, man, sorry, do you mind telling me what a square is? Yeah. And I was like, it just means it has most of the tickets and not most of the money. Yeah. So like, just so you guys know out there, if you want to speak the language, is a square play insulting? 
Yeah, it's semi-insulting, yeah. but it actually has a true definition. It means the public's on that side, but not yeah. the money, which means the sharps are on the other side. So just to be clear, yeah, without correcting Maddie, he said it might be a square play. It is a square play. <laughs> and I will be disgusted to admit this. I think this line might stick at three and a half to four, even though 70 something percent of the tickets are already on the chargers. They're going to pour in late. Mm -hmm. And I do think, I can't even believe I'm saying this. I'm going to have the fucking Colts money yeah. line again. Yeah. Just because of the value. Uh. I'm gross. I had the freaking Colts money line against the Vikings. Yeah. I, I honestly stopped watching it. And I had one of my worst plays of the year. Yeah. One of, so not to show up, Maddie. One of my worst plays of the year that I knew was square side. I like the under in that Colts Vikings game. And mm -hmm. what did they produce? I think they produced 14 points on defense. It technically should have been 16-0 at half. Yeah. Totally different game. But that's true. Um, yeah, I unfortunately am betting the Colts money line here. And I'm disgusted about it. Yeah. And I hope I hope I'll be able to get like a nice plus one fifty. Yeah. I mean, I just look at it as like, okay, this Colts team has now lost, lost four straight, right? This Colts team's lost four in a row. The Chargers, on the other hand, their defense is starting to put it together. They held the Titans to 14. They held the Dolphins to 17. They are. They did lose at Vegas and gave up 27, but that was a very like close game and a late score. Um, you know, so yeah. like they're starting to put the pieces together, I feel like, and getting healthy. So that's another we'll see what happens in that game. You know, yeah. So. what I would say. I'm trying to do the math in my head. I would give the Colts about a 40% chance of winning this game, which means I need at least plus 151 to be EV positive. Yeah. And I think I can get about 190. That's mm -hmm. where it's at. So one thing I will say is one of our systems inside of Discipline the Gens does point to the Colts here. Uh, just essentially fade in teams with a winning record but negative point differential. This Chargers team is eight and six win loss, negative twenty eight points. Wow, in point differential this year. But again, I I just attribute that a lot to the injuries. I get it, I get it. Um, so but negative twenty eight is a crazy point differential for a team that is two games above five hundred. So again, that does point to the Colts here. Um, the other two teams that that system has this week is your 49ers is a play at minus seven and a half. This commander's team is seven and six win loss, but negative 11 point differential and the Vikings minus three and a half giants are eight and five and are negative 25 in point differential. So I do believe if you take those three plays, you'll go two or three. I really do believe that 49ers minus seven and a half Vikings minus three and a half Colts plus three and a half. I like it. We'll see how it goes. Little, little money line. No, I won't, I won't say it. <laughs> All right. Talk to me about your leans going on going into this week. What teams are you looking at? And again, we're recording this on a Tuesday, but what teams and games are you looking at early on? Pats plus three and a half. Um, that's one that stood out to me right away when I opened the slate this morning. Yeah. Um, so this Pats team is is plus three and a half at home. Cincinnati's coming to town and the over-under is 41 and a half. How come you like New England? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, if Again, I hate to do this. It's a little more complex than this, but I'll just give some surface level stuff. Yeah, Tampa Bay should have beat Cincy. The Pats defense to me is pretty equal to this Tampa Bay defense. Their offenses sadly are pathetically on the same level-ish. <laughs> running the ball they lead you know yeah 
it's just for me, this is pretty much the same game. And I think Tampa Bay wins that game six out of 10 times, maybe seven out of 10. We just had the four, the three or four, and I'm getting the same odds. Yeah. It's right there. I will not be as greedy as I was where I took Tampa Bay money line. Not that it even mattered. They fumbled, they've collapsed so bad it didn't matter. Yeah. So I'm gonna take the Pats plus three and a half here. I do think Pats win this game, but I'm gonna still take the three and a half. Yeah. One thing I will say is this is to me the Patriots season on the line at home. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how they respond after that ridiculous backwards lateral pass last week it's, you know that that and honestly I, I think people are too high on the cincy comeback yeah the tampa bay bucks they terrible early down interception and two fumbles they started the ball yeah. three possessions within the 30 or 40 yard line mm-hmm. it wasn't like since he came out at halftime and earned it yeah they got gifted that game mm-hmm. and tampa bay is not the kind of <clears> offense <throat> that can come back late obviously we saw that against the saints yeah anomaly I'll tell you one thing, and I'm just thinking of this now that we're talking through this game, but I think there's some value on this under at 41 and a half. Just because both teams, like like you said, like a lot of these teams are getting points in crazy ways. I agree with Late that. in the game or off of turnovers. And these are two really good defenses does and it show an the, important game. Does it show like where the tickets are on that? Uh, I'll pull it up right now. But that, I don't be know. I'm, I'm starting to, in. for some reason, that's really sticking out to me right now. That's something I would be interested in is where – yeah. Where do the tickets sit Let on Let me that? take a look. All right, so on the over-under. Tell me how square we are. <laughs> on the over-under of this game. Let's see. And I think you're, you're getting a decent line just because Tampa Bay collapsed late and so did yeah. the Raiders scored late. Trying to find. Here it is. Okay. So uh, it's. Square side? No, it's it's just the numbers don't make sense this early in the week. 99% of the money is on the under. So. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but tickets. 59% on the under, 41 on the over. So we'll take a look at that later in this week and see where it's at. We but can call it a lean. Yeah, I do like that under. I actually really like that under the more I keep looking at it. I, yeah, I, I would say it's a lean, honestly. the Just by how the games ended, I think you're getting a point or two of value versus yeah. how those games could have ended in like the high 20s. Yeah, no, I totally agree. All right, I'm going to give you one of what my else? leans here. Um, it's a biased pick, but I like my Philadelphia Eagles. At plus five and a half this week. I just think, again, this is a lot of points in a division game. We saw what happened last year. Gardner Minshew is hard to prepare for on a week. Like, he hasn't played all season. Um, but the dude can sling the rock. He's got tons of weapons. I would argue this is the most weapon. I mean, this is definitely the most weapons he's ever had. No question. In, in a start in the NFL. Um, and, my, and they can pound the ball, too. And they can go play action. He, he can roll out. He can do it all. Um, I really like the five and a half points. And, again, I'm biased here. But... Um, it would not shock me whatsoever if Philly went into Dallas and won this game on the money line. It really wouldn't. I hear you. I'm, I'm going to jump back to these ugly Saints. Yeah. I've lost on them all year. I just constantly see them stumbling on value. And but I'm actually going to go money line on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just from I mean, from what everything. God, I hate that. I've, I I keep betting the grossest teams. From everything I've seen, the Saints and Browns are equal. Like ish um the saints the difference is the saints still have their division in grasp the mm-hmm. browns do not um and honestly i i know i would never call anything a failure this early yeah but i don't know i don't feel like deshaun's worth what he was worth and if he was it's in a dome i don't feel like yeah. cleveland's gonna get out of him what they wanted i yeah i think he's gonna be a good quarterback i just 
don't think Cleveland style of football. Mm-hmm. Like he should have gone to like was wasn't Miami looking at him? I think they were. I know. I know people are high on too. I think how, Dude, how nasty there's a lot of been. massage parlors in Miami. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> how nasty would they have been with with a more mobile Deshaun, yeah. a stronger arm with those two running? Oh, yeah. I just again, I'm I'm selling it pretty early. Sorry, Browns fans. Yeah. I just don't think it's a good fit over there. But staying a little laser focused, I like the Saints money line. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would go. I would go the the plus money there in that game, but. It is a really low scoring game though, and part of me is like, will Deshaun just make one more play to squeak it out? You know, very low scoring. So, um, speaking of low scoring games, I kind of like this over thirty seven and a half in the Jags Jets game. I want to get your opinion on that because I don't know. Like Zach Wilson, I think is going to improve from last week. Um, Jacksonville can move the football, and this is a really low number. I mean, it's an important game to both teams, but. I mean, Jacksonville's coming off of a 40-34 game and a 36-22 game. And yet this number is 37 and a half. And I know it's at New York where it's, you know, a defensive game. But yeah, it's, you know, what's interesting is whatever happened to the talk where people were yelling at me three, four weeks ago that the Dallas defense is better than my Niners defense. That's gone (laughs) real quiet. So yeah, Yeah, I don't know what happened to um, Dallas' defense. That's the question. If you look at who the Jags are putting up points against, they some good teams. They've been beaten. So yeah, um, yeah, dude. I don't, I don't hate it. Uh, The the question is, can the Jets give you twenty? And that's a little high for these Jets. But yeah, can they? I think they can. Yeah, I think I think they can at home too because yeah. I mean, just look what Jacksonville has done on the road. It's just ten and a half. They could do that, you know, right? Yeah, I think they can do it. Um, I mean, the Jets have played some outside of the lines. They've played some decent defenses. You know, it's not they did put up thirty-one against the Bears at home. Um, you. you know, so again, but it's going to come down to how many points the Jets can score for sure. But so, what else you got? My next one, actually, I, I'm I'm pumping some Seahawks this week. I think they have a. Playoff hopes are still alive, yeah. and I like them plus nine and a half this week. Um, I'm actually very, very curious what the Seahawks offense does against this Kansas City defense. Yeah, um, I think you're. I think we're getting what? It, what? It, someone was telling me are the, are the Chiefs zero and five against the spread at home this year. Yeah, so the Chiefs, so the Seattle Seahawks travel to Kansas City this week. They're a nine and a half point dog, over under forty eight and a half, and. This Kansas City team against the spread is 0-5 and one, I believe it is at yeah. home, and we see how 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 little they cover as a big favorite too. Just historically, dude, they're not looking right, dude. I them and the Bills. That's why, dude. People can jump on me all they want. Yeah, with the exception of Jalen's injury. Yeah, I have Philly as one and Niners as two. I, on a neutral field, I would have both those Philly and the yeah. Niners fully healthy beating a fully healthy Buffalo and Kansas City. Yeah. I hate me or love me. I I agree, and that's that's just where I'm. The Hawks have value. I just think they're gonna be able to put up points against this team. Yeah. And why were why was Houston in that game? What was that game doing in overtime? I don't get it. I mean, look at the the Chiefs' last three games: thirty twenty four OT win at Houston, thirty four twenty eight win at Denver, twenty seven twenty four loss at Cincy. Look who they're letting score that many points. And I remember and. Four games ago, they played the Rams and won 26-10. And I remember that game because I was on the Rams, I think, getting two touchdowns. And they should have covered that game. Like, it was kind of fluke. Yeah. Or the spread was 16 and a half, it looks like. So, I guess they did cover oh. by half a point. Um, but outside of that game where they won by 16, they're not beating teams by 10-plus. They're just not. It's happened yeah. twice this year. 
And the Hawks um, have a better offense than what than the two of those teams you just named, or all of those teams. Yeah. Actually. So yeah, I agree. I, I I like your lean there. I actually have the uh, written down on here as one of my leans as well. Yeah. Um, here's I want to get your opinion on this because I know you've liked this Minnesota Vikings team since the beginning of the year. I don't believe in this Giants team. I think the these outlier division wins and ties don't mean shit to me. Like this team's eight and five. This New York Giants team is eight and five, and I think negative twenty five or twenty eight point differential, whatever it is. And they're only getting three and a half at Minnesota. Like, I think this is a get right game for Minnesota here that could, again, carry that momentum from last week. You have a team coming off of a 33 point comeback win and is now at home again playing this low New York Giants team that I think might start to get a little complacent here. Like, they feel like they're kind of sneaking into the playoffs now and now they're coming into Minnesota. I would not be surprised this Vikings team wins this game by double digits. I really like this minus three and a half number. So this one's interesting for me, right? Minnesota stays home. They break the NFL record for comeback. Yeah. They got to be high on themselves. Yeah. That's just one. Two, I didn't call the game correctly, so don't misquote me, but I want to speak clearly. Yeah. I took the under square play in the first half Vikings Indy. And the reason I gave to everyone that asked me, they're like, why do you bet square plays? I said, I think Minnesota is going to struggle to score against Indy more than everyone else. Indy shut them out the first half. Yeah. But I lost because Indy put up fucking 30. <laughs> Can't plan for that. A loss is a loss. Yeah. I felt good about that loss because you take away those 14 points, mm-hmm. just take away one of their two touchdowns. It's 23 nothing at half. I win my over under a 24 and a half. Yeah. But whatever. Loss is a loss. Yep. I, I don't dislike this Minnesota team. I think they're going to be very loose. And I think they're going to be playing really good. And I also believe that all things considered, they're a very questionable 10 win. What are they, 11 wins now? Yeah. 11 win team. 11 and three. Yeah, 11 and three. 11 and three. It's crazy. But they are going to believe in themselves. Mm -hmm. So I genuinely believe that they believe in themselves. Yeah. This is a stay away game for me, but I am not buying on the Giants here. Yeah. And again, remember, this is also a system play just as much as a personal okay. lean for me. But again, this Giants team is eight and five with a negative 25 point differential. Give me this Vikings team at yeah. home on a small number, minus three and a half. They're really feeling themselves. Kirk, Kirk, you like that, Cousins? I mean, I'm telling you, I like this Vikings team at home to, to cover this number. Yeah. I mean, they loosened up, right? It's going to. They're going to score points. Yeah. This will a matter be of when will be the second half. <laughs> I mean, their strengths are what the commanders almost the did well. No, no, I was saying oh, the okay. commanders almost did well against the Giants. Yeah. But they're better at passing. Yeah, agreed. So it'll be interesting. Like, this is a chance. Uh, I'm starting to like the play more and more, Maddie, because, like, this is the Vikings have to feel revitalized for the two seed. Yeah, because well, the if they lost that, we're in the driver's seat. We have the tiebreaker with them. Yeah, the way I look at this game now, now that we're like talking through this, it fits fade in teams with a winning record but negative point differential of one. It fits buy low, sell high, because even though the Vikings came back and won, they didn't cover right. So it's technically a buy low spot, um, and it fits the whole momentum. Like if you believe in that shit in sports of like, oh, we have great momentum because of what happened last week. Like it fits all three of those things. So I really like this play. I had this game capped at like five and a half. Like, I don't understand Makes sense. why it's a three and a half point spread. So, yeah, it's suspect. What else you like? Anything else? Before yeah, we let's on? get some more. Um, I, I like Houston plus five and a half. 
Yeah. Um, people people shitted on me last week for taking that Houston plus fourteen. You didn't even. I remember watch telling the game. I remember telling Peter on, on when we went on Peter Apple's podcast. I said, bro, I said we can t- talk to this game to we're blue in the face, but at the end of the day. I think this wins 58% of the time. I'm just going to slap a unit down on it. It's two touchdowns in, in a professional NFL game, like, and ended up covering. So, um, and it went to overtime. I would have loved to see them win, pull that game out as a, as a money line win. But yeah, they the only it. thing I don't like about Houston here is you cannot be lower on these Titans right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they're seven and seven now, which is crazy to they're think. Seven and seven. It's interesting, but I, again, I just Houston's playing teams tough. The Titans seem very one-sided. Yeah. Um, I think the Texans did they tie the Titans early in the year? No, they didn't. Is that who they tied, or did they tie the Jaguars? Wasn't it the Giants? Or no, they or no, they lose week to the Giants. Week way like way way back. Yeah, the Titans. Oh, it's, it's not the Titans. Um, I don't know who it is, but uh. Again, just taking the five and a half. I, I think yeah. this will kick off around four and a half. Nothing crazy, but just just nice and early lean. It's fair. And then and then I'll borrow what you just said for my last one. Bears plus nine and a half. I was on the Bears last week against your Eagles. I yeah. think you got a little I think you got a little keyboard warrior on me. I think your boys were up twelve. <laughs> and then watch seven go right down them, bro. They literally—I couldn't. Be, I shouldn't even been in it. Did you see what happened? No, no, it was a they, circus. I think there was like a penalty on the PAT, which meant it from a two-yard to a one-yard play. And the Eagles were like, "Fuck it, let's just go for it." Which I don't get it. I mean, they were one of and they went for it and got it. I was like, "There's no way they just did that." I know. And made it a twelve-point game. And then again, Justin Fields is as talented as they come. Like you're talking about a team with nine and a half points, and Justin Fields can make plays. Um, that's a big number. Yeah, so those are, those are all mine. I gave out six. They're, they're leans. Don't don't hammer them. Um, and then let's jump, Maddie. I want I want to hear your dog of the week though. If you had to just put your yeah all your chips on one dog, who is it and why? As much as I want to go with the Eagles, I'm going to refrain from doing that. They are one of my leans, but I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons here as my dog of the week. Please explain to me why any team in the NFL is getting over a touchdown to the Baltimore Ravens without Lamar Jackson. If any of you can explain that to me, maybe I'll change my mind. But as of right now, that's my dog of the week. I have nothing to say because this is the only, like, again, I'm not betting the Ravens. Don't hear me wrong. Yeah. This is one of those where I do think the cappers in Vegas are a lot better than me. And I'm like, if they want me on the Falcons, I'm just going to go the other way just to win. Yeah. This spread makes no sense to me. This spread should be, Three and a half Ravens <laughs> after what we watched. I get that the Cleveland's defense is substantially better than the Falcons. Yeah. Falcons can run the ball. This quarterback will now have two weeks under his belt. He'll get better. Yeah. I don't understand it. I can't understand it. Seven and a half is too much. I I just I can't fathom it. And and if let me give you guys an alternative narrative. Mm-hmm. If the cappers in Vegas are substantially better than Maddie and I, which they are, and they can read games unlike, then go under 37 and a half. Because that's what the Ravens are going to do here then. They're going to hold the Falcons Shut to nothing. Down, yeah. Because they're, I, I cannot imagine a world where these Ravens score, what would that spread be? 23 16? Is that the over under? Yeah, 23 16. How are they scoring 23? Yeah. What did we see from them? So I mean, bro, even with Lamar, else. they weren't really scoring like that. 
I mean, if you, like, I don't get it. Listen to the Ravens' last game. So at Cleveland, obviously last week lost thirteen to three. At Pittsburgh, won sixteen to fourteen. Denver at home won ten to nine. Those are good defenses. At Jacksonville, they scored twenty seven, but they lost. Okay. Last second, they lost. Carolina, they only scored thirteen. At New Orleans, scored twenty seven. So like, yeah, they defense. put up some points against decent defenses with Lamar, but. Okay. Like, I just yeah. think the Ravens are all – I mean, they're not all in on Lamar because they haven't paid him. But, like, without Lamar, uh, this is not a good football team, at know. least offensively, you know. Yeah, and I'll give you I'll give you my dog of the week and make Maddie's day. Uh, I, I'm big here on Philly. I'm, I'm big on these Eagles plus five and a half. That'll probably be a one-unit play, and I'll also go money line plus mm. 218, plus 220. I love it. There's, Please tell all the Dallas fans to come to bed openly I mean, right now just, and take your action. I mean, you know what's the crazy part is? <laughs> if there's one fan base that we could talk trash to, the Niners hate Dallas, you hate Dallas. So Maddie yeah. and I, we, we, you know, the uh, enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. I will say there are some good Dallas fans out there. They do probably have the loudest trolls that don't bet. From what I've Bro, seen. Bro, I was literally going to say from word, what I've seen. word for word, I was going to say that. I'm talking to all you Cowboys fans. All of you talk shit, but there's always a reason why you won't bet me head to head on bet openly. Oh, you you don't trust the site, or oh, you're in some random state. Like, cut the bullshit. If you believe in your Cowboys, lay the five and a half points or lay the money line. I'll go head to head with you on bet openly. But if you're not willing to do that, I don't want to hear about it in your in the comments. Honestly, that's what I've seen. And I again, I I I went to the playoff game with the Niners in Dallas last year. Had a blast. Was there for four days, drunk out of my mind the whole time. Made so many friends, fans. Shots, beers, seltzers, making TikToks, the whole nine, great people. Yeah. But online, these Dallas fans, real loud with the with the Twitter fingers, yeah. real quiet with the pay with the checkbook. So 100 percent Um, I, I'm I'm big on these Eagles. That's my dog of the week plus five and a half. And I'm also gonna go money line. It's it's just a simple, I don't think Jacksonville's that good. I think Dallas is not that good. Yeah. I mean, Dallas fell apart in that game. That was, that's pretty crazy to see. I mean, they were up, what was it, 27-10? I think it was 27-10. Something like that, yeah. Wild. All right, we do not have a guest today, so I'm going to do a quick – we're going to bring the throwback back, the facts or cap section. I'm going to give you the first one, Gino. Facts or cap, the Packers will make the playoffs this year. No, that's, that's cap. Um so last year they were in a similar situation. They were able to rally and no, win. last year they were the one seed. Okay, so what year was it? What year? <laughs> I don't two know. years ago. Two years ago. My Niners had to go there. They were so. What was the year they had to win a certain amount of games? I honestly don't know. Okay, uh, maybe I'm tripping right it's now. All good, but it's all good. But the point is, is they have three straight games against 500 teams or better. Do they have the chance to go three and zero in those games? The only two NFC teams that have a chance. Are Detroit and Seattle. The six and eight Packers are alone. There's no one else six and eight. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna gain. They're not gonna gain. They, I mean, they, I'm looking at it right now. They're mm-hmm. only what is it? How's that look at one and a half games behind Washington? It's too many. Really? It's too many. I do think I do think if there's a team that could fall apart, it's Washington. No, no, for sure. But I think Detroit or Seattle will step up. That's true. Going back, I think Green Bay is gonna make it exciting. So hold on. I think they're going to compete these next three weeks. Yeah. I don't think all three of those teams that have one game, one game, and one and a half games on them yeah. are going to fall that hard in three games. 
Yeah. And I'll eat my words. I talk a lot of crap to Packer fans, but I do like them and they hold their money and they bet on their team and they're men of their word. I just don't think it. I don't Here's see the thing, it. bro. All right, so they play at Miami. Yep. that's That could end their whole season. That could, but based on what we've seen recently, it's potentially like a winnable Miami. game. Then they have home against the Vikings, which is a division game, and they could win that game. And then Vikings home don't want to lose that game to my Niners. They'll lose a two seed. Just and then, right. But and then home to the Lions. So they got to beat the Dolphins. Dude, those are Vikings, hard the games. The good news is they get to play the Lions, which is great. You, you want to be able to determine your own fate. Yeah. And yeah. Lions, it'll it'll be interesting seeing them go out of the dome and into the cold. Fair, fair. All right, facts or cap? Patrick Mahomes has locked up his second MVP. No, nah, that's cap. I mean, one, we're reading so many mixed things about Jalen. If Patrick Mahomes comes out mm-hmm. and has some okay games where like two touchdowns, one interception, nothing crazy, I don't think that should separate you. Again, it's not the triple crown. It's the MVP. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I, I think it was a bear trap what they did. The Vegas moving the lines to minus one fifty. Mm-hmm. I think all the squares are running to put the Patrick Mahomes MVP bet. Yeah. So right now Patrick Mahomes is minus three thirty. Jalen Hurts at plus four twenty five, and then you got Josh oh. Allen and Joe Burrow at plus six hundred. That much. It's an interesting thing. Is where will Jalen play in the next? I don't think he'll play this week. I don't think there's any, I don't think it's worth it. Right. I but think he's I think he's gonna play the following week. I just think that if he's already talking about like, hey, maybe I could play. I mean, and again, they could be messing with the Cowboys here. Um, but he was throwing the ball fine late in that yeah. game last week. So I just think he's gonna take a week off here and then I think he'll come well, yeah. back for New Orleans. And it also just comes down to what does everyone else do? If that's the thing, if Minnesota yeah. loses. That's true. And the Niners win, like then they lock up the one seed. Why bring him back? If Minshew's serviceable, yeah, and not her, hanging out riders years dry. Why? Yeah. I, I, so I think that, in my opinion, I wouldn't bet that MVP right now. Ride your ticket. Yeah. I wouldn't bet on Mahomes. There's too many, too many factors yeah. to like who will come back, who will play. I don't like it. Yeah. Oh man, I can't believe. I still can't believe this. All right, up next. I think that's all we got here. Um, all right, here's 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 one. Teams' records against the spread are an indication of their dominance. Facts or cap? Oh, I would say facts. Yeah, I, I would say that. Oh man, good teams win, great teams cover, 100%. and it's not just that; it's the fact that you're able to put teams away. Mm-hmm. That that to me is. Although we all joke that like, oh, do they know about the spread? Do they not? Of course, these guys know about the spread. They don't live in a freaking hole. Yeah. I think it's about putting teams away. Yeah. And I I do believe covering is putting teams away. Well, unless you're a dog. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's an interesting one. All right. What else is on your mind, bro? Dude, nothing. I mean, I'm fucking excited for four primetime games. Yeah. And we got some Christmas NBA. We, we got, got some all sorts great, of shit. Yeah, we got Christmas NBA. We basically have a crazy Saturday because they moved it all. We have bowl games every day. Yeah. it's. I'm going to be on a cruise ship it's a good this time. weekend and next Tuesday. So I have to do next week's remote. No but I'll be in the Bahamas <laughs> living, watching these games, betting them, just and trying they not to work too much. They got casinos down there. 
Well, I'm going to be pretty much, it's just on the, it's a Royal Caribbean cruise. So I don't even know if we get off the ship or not. I don't even know. My mom's a travel agent. Every, she just books every, it. Every cruise has a stop. You always get off. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I'm pretty sure when you stop in the Bahamas, you could run over to the sports book. And I, I was talking to Bender. That'd be crazy. I was texting him. He texted me and he was like, <laughs> bro, there's no limits here. I said, what do you mean? He oh, said, dude, shit. they're not capping me uh, at, yeah. at the book. At the, what's that, what's that famous place called? It's like a little, looks like an old, I don't know. Looks like an old that the Atlantis. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so again, I don't, <laughs> I don't air out anyone's personal business. I don't know how much you want or whatever. But yeah, I was just texting him. I was like, "What are they capping you at?" He's like, "They're not." I was like, "Dude, that's an hour and a half flight for me." <laughs> I was like, "I'll start stacking bands and going down there." Because, like, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. This is Tuesday. Yeah. I can tell you right now. I can't guarantee wins, but I can tell you on a Tuesday morning. Yeah weekends that i have identified way more value and there's some weeks where i'm like dude i got three plays this was week where i think the dogs smack yeah. and the dogs are gonna win and they're gonna cover on in multiple scenarios uh, i think maddie's yeah. system's gonna crush quote me i said that this weekend dogs are gonna smack um and yep this is hour and a half flight get the wife and daughter put on some sun hats go down there <laughs> i don't get capped that'll be fun that's crazy. Um, so yeah, I was I was surprised. Uh and Bender's so good. I'm I'm paying him respects right now. Uh that I bet I bet that'll change a couple after a couple of visits. <laughs> yeah, no, that's he, he rolls a little deeper than me. So yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I think most books cap. So mm-hmm. I was very surprised when I got that text, but that's the game of cat and mouse that we play, and I love it. So yeah. Um that's one. I would say two. Um Bowl games, be careful. A lot of players are sitting. Mm-hmm. A lot of dudes in the transfer portal. We're doing well in in DD in bowls. Yeah, um, I think I'm, San Jose is losing right now, so I can't talk. They were up thirteen nothing, but that all collapsed. So yeah. I'm actually on a, on an L right now. But um, we're doing well. But it's because we watch line movement and money distribution. I'm I'm identifying where Vegas is exposed yeah. and comfortable and exposed and not comfortable. A little different system, but just be careful because a lot of dudes that you're expecting and teams you're expecting to play aren't aren't doing it. So yeah, for sure. Nothing else. Cool. Shit. I'll, I'll maybe one more thing. Yeah. We just launched two pretty big things: contests with points on Bet Openly. It's been going for a week now. Flawless. I'm rolling it out to every sport. And alternative line parlays. You can now parlay first quarter, first half, third quarter, every Mm. variance of every sport. The reason that's so big, guys, again, I'm hyping my baby up. We're 1% juice on everything. First quarters usually have double the juice, 20%. Lives, 25%. Lives, they We're 1% on everything. And we now let you parlay and offer parlays. So... Powerful shit, dude. And I'm I'm pumped. We've been grinding. Um and then dude, plug yeah. some plug some DD, dude. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I can't believe what people get in there. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you guys the numbers because I know that's what most people care about is the picks and the record and the win loss. And so we have the last three and a half months here. September, our record was ninety seven and eighty eight, up twenty eight point one three units. October, 28 units in one 28 month. units in I a month. I bet half units in one unit. Yeah. Like when you hear us up or down units, multiply that number by three My to five times. On two units and that's one out of 10 plays, maybe one out of 25. Yeah. And then October, 149 and 131, up 17.4 units. November, 197 and 179, win loss, 
up 22.17 units. And then December, we've been down, but we just had a big four and a half unit day yesterday. The comeback is real. 83 and 95 record down just over 12 units. I think it's now less than that based off the the day yesterday. But all in all, a very successful quarter four for Discipline the Gens members. If you guys want to join, it's literally a dollar a day. It goes up to 40 plus dollars a month starting January 1. So make sure you join before the new year and grandfather yourself in. And dude, we give we have poker tournaments. The member plays are smacking. Guys, if you just want a community that's giving you data and plays and people that are real, I'm telling you, that's why Maddie and I started it. Oh, yeah. And then uh, what I'll say, and I'll, I'll talk to the camera here. I'm, I'm going to get back to educating. I'm trying to like skate the line of I own Bet Openly, but I also am a co-founder of DD. So I want to do the best of both worlds. Yeah. I tried to explain this to people, so I hope this clip is entertaining and I hope it's educational to people. People asked how I never go belly up when you know I lost 12 units, but then you know I won 50 the three months before that. I think one of the biggest things people don't talk about with bankroll management is adjusting bankroll. So I literally wrote this paragraph out in DD telling people because they were chasing, they were getting wild. And I said, guys, you gotta understand, when I'm down 15 units, it's gonna sound crazy, I still have 100 units. How? I reset my bankroll. Literally, I take my bankroll, minus 15 units, 80, you know, 15%, 85%. I redivide it by 100 and I lower all my units by 15%. Back to 100 units. It's not deception, it's how you last forever. And I'm so conservative, I do the opposite. I only raise my units when I'm up 25. So September till today, twice I raised my units from X up 25%, back to 100 units. X again up 25%, back to 100 units, and then I went down 15 units and I recalibrated back to 100 units. So I need people to understand that I am at 100 unit bankroll pretty much 75, 85% of the year because anytime I get out of 14% down or 24% up, I recalibrate my bankroll. So I just need you guys to understand this. It's like anyone out there that loves Bitcoin. I don't really care how much the price of Bitcoin is to US dollars. I accrue Bitcoins. I don't really care how much my unit size is because my goal is to build up my bankroll. So obviously the two correlate. Anytime I'm up bankroll, recalibrate. Anytime I'm down bankroll, recalibrate. So I hope that's helpful. That's the kind of shit we're doing. People don't love to hear it. They like the cowboy shit, but I'm telling you, you'll see mine and Maddie's face for the next 20 years. You're going to see those people betting 50, 100 units. They're not going to be around, man. They're they're the laughing stock of people actually doing this for a living. So Yeah. Well, I think you nailed it when you said that, like, nobody talks about this for one. And for two, like, I always like to relate shit to, like, playing blackjack. Like, what does everybody want to do when you're losing at blackjack? You want to get your wins back and you want to increase your bets. When the reality is the the cold, hard truth is you should be lowering your bets when you're cold and, and, and vice versa, right? Increasing as you... You win your bets. Um, so it's the same concept. So it's important that you explain that thoroughly to everybody. It's the inverse of a martingale is what we're doing. Yeah. And again, I talk shit and I have fun. Yeah. I joked on TikTok and Twitter. It's been a long time since I've heard about those people that are going 10 and 0 to turn their 100 into 10,000. <laughs> Why? Because all those people lost. Yeah. So if you're doing it for 100 bucks, 100 bucks is pay, play money to you, do it. But I had yeah. a dude DM me. Hey man, I real I have $500. I really need to get my family presents. This was a real DM. 
I don't stage this shit. And he said, I'm gonna try and go five and oh. I said, dog, you're, you're setting that $500 on fire. He's like, what yeah. do you mean? I said, you have a 50% chance of going one and oh. 25% chance of going two and oh. A 12.5% chance of going three and oh. A 6.25 of going four and oh. And I said a 3.125 of going five and oh. He said, what's that mean? And I'm not insulting the dude. I said, that means you have a 97% chance of losing your $500. Mm -hmm. He said, I had no idea. And I said, dude, that's just the just, math of betting, homie. Math, yeah. So we're here to help. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. It's that simple. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. So we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us. And he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes. So if you don't mind my saying, I can see you're out of faces for a taste of your whiskey. I'll give you some advice. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away. And know when to run, you never count your money When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough to count When the dealing's done Surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner, and every hand's a loser. And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. In his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got no when to hold up, no when to hold up, no when to walk away, and no when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Enough for counting when the dealer's done.